Good afternoon, everybody. Once again, this is Sports Social here on Southcast FM. I'm Ed Easton, your host. We were off yesterday. I know a lot of people weren't expecting that, but uh, you know, duty was called. Duty calls. There was an unfortunate incident that took place in Brussels. I think everybody's you know aware of by now. And uh, another terrorist attack, another senseless act of um, terrorism. And even though it didn't happen in this country, it affects everyone worldwide. And I just, my heart goes out to everybody affected by that. Even to bring it to like a sports, you know, twist to it. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo was actually in the um, airport around that time when the uh, attack started happening. He actually put up on his Instagram page, you know, to let everybody know he was okay. But, um, you know, once again, just a, an unfortunate situation that seems to keep happening in the world today. You know, these random terrorist attacks. It's, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's sad. You know, you just want to be able to enjoy life, not have to worry about, you know, things like this happening. And it just always seems to happen in any parts of the world. And, and it's just, you know, it, it's really a, a tough time for the people in Brussels right now, so... Like I said, prayers and, you know, all the best to the families and friends that are involved in that situation. Once again, it is a sports, another huge sports day. And, you know, there's no NCAA today. I know some people are, you know, really excited for the Sweet 16 to really kick off. Got some good matchups. You also have... The NFL, NFL still making news. You know, it's funny how there's really no offseason for the NFL. It's like they wait every week, even when there's no games, to just throw something in there to make you think about the NFL again. Them in the NBA, they, they do this every year. Like, we should be talking about baseball season, which is literally less than two weeks away. Opening day is less than two weeks away, people. But, you know, instead, as usual, we are still caught up in the uh, the drama that is the NFL. And it is also the drama that is the NBA, that which will be coming this summer because LeBron James has unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, you guys are not understanding how important that is. LeBron James, the King LeBron James, has unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers on social media. This was breaking news everywhere. Because that means LeBron James, who will be a free agent, mind you, may take his talent somewhere else again. So it's just speculation out there. There's plenty of speculation. And just to show you how important it is for us to understand what is going on with LeBron James. I just need to, you know what, because everybody wants answers. I, I want answers, right? I want to know why LeBron James unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter and Instagram. Because I know if someone unfollowed me on Twitter and Instagram, it would affect me. So how do you think the team that he's playing for, his hometown team, 
you know, I need answers. So LeBron James, can you please let us know what happened? Not um, like this one, and I'm not thrilled asking it. I'm obviously trying to diffuse this a little bit, but um, it appears that you unfollowed the Cavs on Twitter today, and it's it's caused quite a stir. Why did you do that, or what what would go into that? <laughs> Next question. Next question. I'm, I'm Oh my God! Next question. We we I don't I don't look. Uh, my God. I don't think you you guys understand how in, how important that was for the culture to know this. But uh, one more time, one more time, LeBron. Why did you unfollow the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter and Instagram? Mister, why did you do that, or what what would go into that? <laughs> Next question. Next question. I'm under. You, you Oh my God! Okay, okay. So, I'm a Cleveland Cavalier fan right now. I am freaking out. I don't know. I don't know. Is he leaving? Is he? He, he said next question. Now, if I was the reporter, and he goes next question, my next question would be, okay, uh, LeBron. So, is it possible that you may have accidentally? I would ask the same question again, but. In another type of you know way, because that's just not enough for me. I, I'm 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 left hanging right now. I feel like he's done this before. When he's left the franchise hanging, and it, just in case you're not sure, once again, here it goes. That's quite a stir. Why did you do that, or what what would go into that? <laughs> Next question. Next question. I'm under. Next question. Okay, we're gonna just we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it alone. LeBron's going to figure it out. And he reports that he wants to play with Melo. He wants to play with CP3. He wants to play with all these people. He's willing to take pay cuts. I don't know. This could really happen. I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm excited right now. But if I was a Cavaliers fan, he's not giving me a lot to really, you know, to hold hope. How much heartbreak can one city take? I don't know. It's is really, this is a lot. You know, Johnny Manziel couldn't. Johnny Manziel in Cleveland couldn't stay sober, and had to had to be let go. The Cleveland Indians are not that good. They're starting to get better, but they're not that good. The beloved, beloved Cleveland Cavaliers. All this work done the last year and a half. When LeBron came back, it was like you know, we're back. We have a chance of winning a major championship. In Cleveland. It's not just going to be about Drew Carey in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore. And your best player. Arguably the, the top two or number one. Whichever you want to rank it in the way you rank it. Player in the NBA. Why did you unfollow the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter? Sure. Why did you do that or... What, what would go into that? <laughs> next question. Next question. Oh, my God. This next question. It's just, it's, it hurts. It really hurts. But you know what? I, I, as a Knicks fan, I'm getting the same type of information from Carmelo Anthony, but there's not as much outrage. There's not as much, you know, like tears of sadness regarding it. But the funny thing is, as they're, you know, they're talking about Carmelo may not stay in New York. There was a couple of tweets about it. Maybe some IGs, posts. 
but LeBron James unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter and Instagram. And his national attention. That's just it's the nature of the business, huh? I can spend all day on this. I can literally sports center this whole thing. I wish I could kick it to Stephen A and ask for his opinion on LeBron James unfollowing the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's how that's how much it bothers me. Bothers me that much. But you know what's another thing that we have to think about here? It's not just about LeBron. I know we could spend the whole hour, we're only abbreviated, just an hour. Spend the whole day on LeBron, but I'm not. Could spread around the the uncertainty that is in sports right now. And we're gonna go to the other sport that's full of so much drama. I guess so about the NFL. Obviously, there's been some new rules by the commission committee. Some of the big let me just throw out the big changes. You had the automatic ejection rule because, you know, you don't want another situation between uh, Josh Norman and Odell Beckham to just keep going on and the guys stay in the game. They don't want a WWE match to take place on the field. And I get that. I 100% get that. But this one, this one really caught me by surprise. Touchbacks are moved to the 25-yard line for next year? What? An extra five yards for a touchback. So now you got to really think about it if you're a kicker. Not only do they make it harder for you to make extra points, but now they're making you have to actually directional, you know, do directional kicks. You don't necessarily want to get a touchback because that extra five yards is critical. I've seen games lost this way. I mean, you're talking about extra five yards instead of getting at the 20, which has been traditional. And it's supposed to be a one-year trial. This should be interesting. You know how many fair catches there will be? It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to see a lot of this. And the NFL is one of those sports that they like to tinker and change every single thing. But yet, we still don't know what a catch is. We still have not the slightest idea of what a completed catch is in the NFL. I'm pretty sure Des Bryant wants to know. Odell Beckham Jr. wants to know. Calvin Johnson, if he's still playing in the league, he'd probably be sticking around if he knew. It's gotten to that point. I, yikes. We have yet another rule change, and, and, and you know what? It gets better because the Patriots, you know, your favorite team, my favorite team, and I say this very sarcastically, America's team, but not the Cowboys, the New England Patriots are in the news again. Apparently, Robert Kraft wrote a letter to Goodell he made it public. He talks about how the Patriots should get that first round pick back. It's 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 just it's such a soap opera. This battle between the Patriots and Roger Goodell. 
you know what? And, and they asked because they had the press conference and they had to ask this question. Roger Goodell, would it be any changes, you know, in terms of the discipline for the Patriots? Let's take a listen. Wow. We- that a little while back, he sent you a letter uh, asking you to or the NFL to restore the Patriots first round draft pick, maybe go easy on Tom Brady. Uh, did you respond to his letter, and what do you think of the of giving them their pick back, or at least reducing the penalty before the draft? Uh, I did uh, receive a letter from Robert a few weeks back. I also uh, responded to him two weeks ago and told him that uh, that I had considered uh, his views. I didn't think there was any new information in there that would cause us to alter the discipline, and so there would be no changes to the discipline. There's been talk also of potentially a settlement uh, in court with Tom Brady. Can you speak to the possibility of that? I'm not aware of that. He's not aware. He's not aware. Okay, so he basically said nothing's changing. To get your letter craft, I'm sticking to my guns. That's it. That's it. He's not giving you anything else. He doesn't know anything about Tom Brady and his appeal. He knows nothing about this. I like how he said it. He's like, I don't know. That ain't, it ain't me. He's very honest about that. But you know what? Roger Goodell is going to continue to get these questions. They're going to always question whether or not the legacy of Tom Brady is all good. But you know what's something that I got to give Goodell credit for because he answered the question? Because he could have easily, and I mean easily, Going down this route and answer it like this. What what would go into that? <laughs> Next question. Next question. Next question. Could have easily said that. But it's okay. I'm gonna get more in regards to the NFL. We're gonna break down a rule change as well as a team has been chosen for hard knocks. Now this is an abbreviated version of Sports Social today. And I do have to give, you know, I I opened up the show talking about Brussels and the tragedy that happened there. I do, however, have to mention the passing of Fife Dog from the legendary group, A Trial Called Quest. I believe he was 45 years old. It was definitely a huge loss. I mean, you're talking about one of the pioneers and some of the greatest... Pretty much, you know, I don't know how to, how can you rank a Tribe Core Quest when you talk about rap groups? How do you rank them? That'll be a great question, right? Maybe you could call up and ask me or let me know how they should be ranked as well as anything else going on in sports. 516-900-2278. Then we'll just discuss it. You're listening to Sports Social. Here's the real scoop. 
I'm all that and then some Short, dark and handsome Bust a nut inside your eye To show you where I come from I'm vexed, fuming I've had it up to here My days of paying dues are over Acknowledge me is in there Yeah, yeah. Head for the border Go get a taco I see wreck it from the jump street Meaning from the get-go Sit back, relax And let yourself go Don't sweat what you heard But act like you know Yes, yes, y'all Yes, y'all Who got the vibe? It's the tribe, y'all Tribe, y'all Vibe, y'all Vibe, y'all Inside, outside Come around Who's that? Brown Some may I say Call me Charlie The word is the herb And I'm deep like Bob Marley Lay back on the payback Evolve, rotate the gates Contact Can I get a hit? Hit Boom, bit With a brother named Tip And we're ready to flip East Coast stomping Ripping and romping New York, North Kakalaka And Compton Check it, check it, check it out The loops for the troops More bounds to the ounce And wow, how now, wow, how now Brown cow We're ill till the skill gets down For the flex Next is the textbook old to the new, but the rest are doo-doo. From radio to the video to Arsenio, tell me, yo, what's the scenario? True blue. Scooby-Doo, whoopie-doo, scenarios, radios, rates more than four. Scores for the scores, that's mother dance floors. Now I go for mine, shades of seashore. Ship shape, crush great apes, the play tapes. Takes make drapes, make for the weights of an Ella, Anita. Simply just the leader. Bass in the space means peace, see you later. Later, 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 alligator. Pop blows the weasel and the earth's an inflator. So yo, the D, what the O? Incorporated INC into a flow. Fuck, flip, flat, back, first, fist, foul, fight, 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 laugh, yo, how'd that sound? Ooh. It's a leader quest mission and we got the goods here. Yeah. Never on the left, cause my right's my good ear. Yeah. I could give a damn about an ill subliminal. Stay away from crown, so I ain't no criminal. criminal. I love my young nation, movie sensation. No time for hibernation, only elation. Don't ever try to test. Don't want a little kid, yo, Mr. Buster Rhymes. Tell him what I, I heard. I heard you rushed and rushed and, and attacked. attacked. Then they rebuked and you had to smack. Causing rambunction throughout the sphere. Raise the levels of the boom inside the air. You know I did it, so don't violate or you'll get violated. The hip hop sound is well agitated. We'll never waste no time on a played out ego. So here's Buster Rhymes with the scenario. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Not bragging, try to reap a mind. Just imagine, vote. Can't build berries necessary when digging into my library. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Eating I do stew like the one pizza toss. Uh, 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 all over the track, man. Uh, pardon me, uh, as I come back. As I did, I had to beg your pardon. When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron. Rawr, rawr, like a dungeon dragon. Change your little jaws with your pants are sagging. Try to step to this, I won't put you in a turban. And have it smell right like some old stale urine. Chocolatey choco, the chocolate chicken. The rear cock diesel, my cheeks they were kicking. Yo, bust it out before the bust, I bust another round. The rhythm is insane. Uh, the on town, tripping up the sound just like a wish you go. Observe the vibe and check out the scenario. Yo, yo, Classic Trap Call Quest, rest in peace, Fife Dog. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's one of those mornings. Definitely have to, like, bring those things up. Besides the fact that LeBron James may not go back to Cleveland. That How do you unfollow somebody? It takes a lot of effort to go through some, to just go through and say, you know what, I'm going to unfollow the team I play for. 
Anybody else would have done it, wouldn't have been a problem. But you're LeBron James. You're LeBron James. You just can't do that. Really a rough situation right there. But who knows? The guy I'm going to have on the line definitely may have a lot to say about it. Stan, you there? Yep, buddy. What's up? Got Stan Talouise. He's our head NFL correspondent. Now, Stan, I have to get into this, and I don't know if you were listening a little bit earlier. I did. Okay, this is it's 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 hurting my soul. I've been wanting to talk about this since yesterday, but I couldn't go on yesterday. But okay. LeBron James has unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers on Instagram and Twitter. Well, listen, uh, that's all you can know right now because you said next question, so um, that's all we know right now. It's is 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 it not troubling your mind? It, oh, they, yeah, it's all, I can sleep right now. I I can't. I haven't slept in two days. It's, I don't know what to say about it. I'm distraught. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the unfollowing of a TV Cavaliers Twitter page is just it's it's. Do you know how much effort it takes? Do you know how much effort it takes to to really go through? Right, it's like you got to be a cold person. Like you really have to have a problem with somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you on both Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you, I mean, what it what it is is just you have it's, it's you gotta be heartless, really. Yeah, you really do. You gotta wake up every day and just say, you know what? I really have no use for Cleveland Cavaliers Twitter, so I'm just gonna unfollow them, despite what anybody else feels. I know. I, it's okay. I just had to lead the show with it because, it, you know, I felt like every other sports show in the world has led with it. And I'm surprised I, you haven't. I'm surprised you let me call in. I figured you just could do the whole the entire hour on, <laughs> on the run on the Cavaliers. I had, to, I had to diversify it up a little bit. I just can't live. I can't have sports center have, you know, everything regarding LeBron's tweet. They have examined it from every angle. Stephen A. Smith has looked at it. Brian Winhurst has looked at it. Jalen Rose has given his opinion on it. It's, it's just too much. You know what? We're going to move on. We're going to move on. We're actually going to talk about the NFL. Big rule changes have come down. Yeah. What are your thoughts uh, on it? Because I'm really, I'm still caught up by two of them I'm, that have got my attention. Well, which two? Well, obviously the 25-yard line moving the, the touchback. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Why? Um, well, I, I honestly don't know. I, I mean, I, I thought about it, and I'm just like, I don't see what the extra five yards is about. I don't know. Nobody ever complained about it. So I don't understand um, the point. So, I mean, there's a change of strategy a little bit, I guess, but I still don't see, I don't understand why the, uh, the NFL chose, of all things, to, to examine. You know, we don't know what a catch is. That's, that's what I kept you know? saying, yeah. Like we're still, we're still not sure what a catch is, but we're... we're we're tinkering with rules that don't need tinkering. One of the rules that took out to me that I, I sort of disagree with was the uh, the rule where you can't tackle someone from behind from the top of the, the top of the basically the horse collar tackle. Yeah. Um, I understand it's a matter of safety, um, but when you really examine the rule, it. it I can't. I can't remember the last time someone was actually hurt from a horse kind of, horse kind of tackle. Probably and since really Terrell Owens. That was like yeah, T.O. Right. back in what 2002. Right. And you know we haven't seen anybody have a serious injury from a horse kind of tackle since. 
So, I mean, I don't understand the point of changing that one either. Well, you know what? It, it's it's one of those things where I don't. I feel like only the NFL they really adjust rules dramatically year year to year. It looks like. Yeah, the NFL is. I mean, it's become it's become their 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 trademark now. We go to the NFL meetings, we go to the NFL meetings of the off season, and we change uh, we change a rule or two. Um, it's, it's almost like they're making an announcement just to make announcements. Because it, it you is. saw the first day that they they you know they made the announcements that they were permanently keeping the uh, the extra points at the you know at 15 yards from from uh, the line from the goal line, making it a 37 yard field goal. We already know that, you know. We know. We're like, why? Why are we still announcing it? We like. It, we, we, I think you know. It's it's a it's a good rule, and it made for the NFL to be a little more interesting last year. But why announce that it's permanent? I think we all assumed it was permanent. And it's and that's the thing that I, I'm still, I'm still like up in the air when it comes to just how they change and why they change. Now you, you talked about like the meetings, right? Yes. Okay, so I, I understood the change with the penalty and the automatic ejection rule, which I feel like somebody's going to mess it up. One official's going to mess it up because you're not going to get many situations like the Josh Norman, Odell Beckham Jr. situation because we all know that's why that rule's in place. Yeah, that's a that's a rare occasion. And um, to be honest with you, I I agree with it and I, I disagree at the same time because I think it should be left to the players, I mean to the coaches, to determine whether they want to take their players off for that, for that situation. I think had Tom Coughlin or anybody else on the coaching staff had decided, you know, Odell Beckham came out of control, you know, let me let me take him out of the game, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So um what the NFL is doing is taking taking uh control out of the out of the coaches' hands. Uh and I don't I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, no, I and I understand completely and, and then I'm looking at this other rule, all chop blocks are illegal, which I'm okay with. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because I think they should have been illegal before. I never understood which one was a, a severe chop block. You know what I mean? I just felt like they weren't really sure how to how to call it half the time. Right. And, you know, look, as someone who's who's been chop blocked, <laughs> uh, I totally agree with, uh, with, with uh, taking that rule out. Um, I, chop block is not fun. Uh, get, I'm sorry, chop, getting chop blocked is not fun. Right. Um, Do it to it, someone else's it's, fun. It's really... Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't mind chop blocking anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I, 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 I think that's one of, that's, you know, that's one of the only rules that I, I can say that I agree with. But, I, you know, to be honest with you, how often did we see guys getting chop blocked anyway? We saw it every so often. It was more in the um, 90s, like I feel like. I think more in the 90s yeah, they did was, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Even, you know, even in the early 2000s, you see it with, like, you know, uh, Mike Shanahan's, uh, and, and Gary Kubiak's, uh, you know, his, his offense, you know, they do, they do chop block. I mean, that's just the running, the running schemes and the, way, the offenses that, that they run mm-hmm. do call for chop blocks, but we don't see it as often as we used to. But, you know, it's, I'm fine with the rule being changed. Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. Okay, and uh, this other one I want to get into right here. There, it's a foul for a delay of game when a team attempts to call a timeout when it's not permitted to do so. I didn't understand that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, what they have to be more specific. It, what when when is a team not allowed to call a call a timeout? And that's that's what I'm confused about too because I, I always felt like in the NFL, the NFL is really the only sport where on defense you could just call timeout like that, you know, in the middle of a play almost, Well, right before yeah. the ball snapped, I should say. It's. I don't. I don't see. I, it's one of those situations where I need to see that played out in order to understand what's right. going on. And I feel like somebody's going to mess that up. I wish the NFL was a little more clear as to when uh, 
teams are allowed to call a timeout when they weren't when they're not allowed to call a timeout because that rule uh, it sounds fine and good, but I don't I just don't you know it's 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 left to interpretation and I think if we keep if we keep allowing the NFL to make these make you know change these rules and not be clear, we're gonna end up with more situations where we don't know what a catch is. Now we're not gonna know what a timeout is. We're not gonna know what the right time to take a timeout. You know. Right. Right. Okay, last one. This is the one I want to bring. Last one I want to bring up is eliminates the five yard a five yard penalty for an eligible receiver illegally touching a forward pass after being out of bounds and reestablishing himself in bounds and making it a loss of down. Right. So it's so it, that's basically you know if a wide receiver gets pumped out of bounds, once he comes back in bounds, normally if he if he catches a pass, it's a five yard penalty right. because he went out of bounds and was reestablished. Um, that's re- that's pretty much unfair uh, because that that basically says you know your DBs can can push a wide receiver out, out of bounds and that pretty that, that receiver is basically ineligible. Um, I still don't think that because now they change it to a loss of down and I, I think it's still it's still dumb. I think that rule should be eliminated altogether. I agree completely, and it's it's interesting when you see these rule changes with the NFL and and a lot of them are messed up during preseason. Because that's when they're using them really for the first time. Right. You're really uh, the kickers are in such a disadvantage this year again. Yeah. <laughs> they I really mean, are. The, the, the touchback rule, the touchback rule doesn't benefit anybody now. It, it brings it up to the 25 now. I, I don't. You're making kickers jobs a lot harder. And granted, they're just kickers, and you know. But now I've seen that. so many kickers fired now. It's let's be honest. It's easy to replace a kicker. Um, you may not get a great yeah, kicker, not, this, not, you, you know what I mean? Kicker. But you can get it's another not, kicker. Easy, it's not easy to replace a good kicker. I mean, a great kicker, I should say. Like a guy like a Sebastian Janikowski, a Mason Crosby, a guy like that. Um, but yeah, you're right, yeah. I mean, you, know, you, can, you, can, you, can, you don't even have to draft one. You can just you know, pick one up off the waiver wire. So. Um, but it's really incumbent on kickers to be a little more, uh, a little better at this point. To be, you know, uh, I'm, like, you think about guys to enter the draft. And we all talk about kickers and drafts too often, but Robert Aguayo from Florida State mm-hmm. is easily one of the better kickers in the country that I've seen in a long time. And, um, you know, you kind of wonder about his, you know, his future and, and how, how this affects him. I mean, like I said, they're just kickers, but, you know, kickers are people too. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for Kicker Lives Matter. You know, I'm waiting for that to start. I think that should start, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. That should be, if a kicker showed up to training camp wearing that, I wouldn't be upset. I, I would I would I would applaud him. I would applaud him for his for his uh uh intestinal fortitude for doing so. <laughs> um Stan, um <clears throat> you actually have a big show coming up. Yes I do. And um I think this is a perfect uh, opportunity to give people their last chance in order to purchase tickets and uh make themselves available for it. Yeah, uh Friday night, ten o'clock, uh Broadway Comedy Club. It's at three eighteen West fifty third street. Uh, it's on. It's on right off of Eighth Avenue. It's gonna be a good show. If you watch uh, um, MTV Two, uh, um, joking off, uh, a show that 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 took a name from a, uh, a podcast that I love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Pavich is gonna, is gonna be there. Um, a, few, a lot of other comments are gonna be there. I'll be there, obviously. Um, it's gonna be a great show. You can actually purchase tickets online, um, just to reserve a spot if you if you want. You don't have to. I'm sure. You'll be able to get in, but you know, if you want to just you know do the due diligence and get out get out ahead of you know get out ahead of it, you can. Um, it's going to be a great show. 
Uh, actually, last night I, I, I got a chance to perform at a New York Comedy Club. Um, it was a great time. I was there with uh, Chuck Nice and, uh, you know, Chloe Hilliard and a lot of other great comics. So, um, I, listen, whenever you can can support live comedy, I think it, it, it's great. Um, there's a lot of comics in New York, a lot of great comics in New York, and I'm just trying to be one of them. So, uh, if you can come out and support me, that'd be great. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook if you want, Stan and Charlie. Actually, I think it's just Stan, whatever. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, it should be a, should be a good time. And also on Twitter, at FunnyManStan. Definitely follow him on there. He's going to have a lot more information for you on that. It's going to be a great show on Friday, so everybody make sure you come out. Stan. Yeah, like if anybody already got tickets to see Batman vs. Superman, I apologize. Um, so just uh, <laughs> skip it. Just skip it. Because uh, everything I'm reading on, on, on the, uh, the review budget, any indication, uh, you're not missing much. So just, you know, skip them. Skip and it's them, a movie. This, know, is a one, this is like a one-time deal. Like it's a movie. It'll be in yeah, theaters for a yeah. while. You can you can see the movie online if you really wanted to. Okay, we're not gonna do like, all that. Now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like there are ways to see it. I I I've never heard of these ways. I've never heard of these, ways. I've never heard of these ways, but okay. Um, <laughs> you can talk about that off. Yeah, I can tell you all about it. Um, Stan, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, man. As always, checking in with the uh, oh, latest you. in the NFL because you are the guru of the NFL. Thank you, sir. Uh, one more thing, uh, R.I.P. Five. Yes, R.I.P. Five. Yeah, that's that's tough. Definitely. I'm going to get into some more uh, Tribe Call Quest, but Stan, thanks for uh, for tuning in, man. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, man. Always. No problem. Sports Social. We'll be right back.
a point sayer. At times I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, would you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to rhythms, Quest is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, check your hair. Do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer. A rhythm recipe that you savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor or major. Yes, the tribe of the game with a player. As you inhale like a brother fresh air. Again, rest in peace, Five Dog, Tribe Called Quest. That was Can I Kick It? Just another classic. I mean, it's rough, you know, obviously losing another musical legend. I want to thank once again Stan Talawis calling in, giving us some more of that NFL. Just to break down what the new rules are, a lot of people still confused. I mean, does it ever really make any sense half the time? I don't know. But I can tell you this, um, guys. Let me just put this out there. Looking at the rest of the NBA season, I know some teams have like 11, 10 games left. I was watching the Lakers versus the Grizzlies last night. And Kobe, you know, he gives you flashes, man. I'm happy that he's retiring and he doesn't look too bad as he did when he began the season. Because he was looking very raggedy. I mean, it's not the nice way to say it. He's looking very ragged. It is not the Kobe we grew up, you know, idolizing and, and saying that we want to be like. That wasn't the same Kobe, man. I mean, granted, they, the Lakers are a terrible team. They got some young pieces there. D'Angelo Russell had to leave that game early with an injury. He actually is in trouble right now. Him and Jordan Clarkson, uh, apparently they uh, did some obscene things. Obscene things. They were witnessed doing obscene things to this woman. You know, I, I don't know. It's on the bus. It's, it's a weird story regarding it. But now there might be an investigation. The Lakers are looking into it. It's all like kid stuff. And Kobe's probably like, you know, I'm too old for this stuff. Yeah, he basically pulled uh, Sergeant Murtaugh from... Uh, Lethal Weapon. He's too old for this. Got a very young team going to be in LA. You're talking about the senior members of that team being Nick Young. Swaggy P. For those who are not sure what his real name is. Lou Williams. It's going to be a struggle for the Lakers to get back up to where they were. So I feel like Kobe, 20 years is more than enough. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for everything. 
And there's another story in the NBA that, that got me thinking, besides LeBron, who may not go back to Cleveland, mind you. The stick'em situation. And when I talk about football, you know, when you can't have the stick'em because of the ball. Dwight Howard apparently had stick'em on his hands. It was caught about, a, I think, a, a couple of days ago. What? Only Dwight Howard would something like this, something like this would come out. I, I just, I'm still kind of trying not to hold back my laughter, but how does a multi-time all-star, a guy fall from grace like this to the point that he may even be cheating in a way that not many people thought was possible? Like, it's, just, it's almost like a joke. I don't even know what else to say when it comes to him. Dwight Howard's one of those players that he had so much given to him. He was the guy. They had the endorsements. He was like the next up, next coming of Shaq. And I think the ego got to him way too soon. It's 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 crazy to me. So much talent, and I know another guy named Danny Class who's a huge, huge Dwight Howard supporter. He thinks the guy is like the greatest center of our time. He's not even going to be, I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer at this point. I, I just can't see it. He's, he's constantly been a detriment to his teams. He puts up numbers where he should have been better at, be honest with you. He should be putting up better numbers than he is. For what he's being paid, definitely. I just saw that and I couldn't help but laugh. And then, you know, obviously yesterday's game against Oklahoma City Thunder. He mishandled the ball. That led to plenty of more jokes and comments. Did he stick him there? Did he not? I don't know. It's really interesting to me. And I, when I hear these things, I just don't know what to say about him. You got thoughts, 516-900-2278. Once again, this is an abbreviated show. We're going to be signing off close to 2 p.m. Be back full-time tomorrow. I'm still just curious to know what's going to happen with Dwight Howard. What team takes a chance on this guy when he's in free agency? Who wants to play with Dwight Howard? I'm really thinking about this. I'm just sitting down, but you know what? He's gonna he's gonna wind up somewhere. I heard Milwaukee's interested. They wanted to pull a deal. They wanted to pull the uh, pull the trigger on the trade earlier, according to Gus Johnson. Who knows? I don't think it's the worst thing in the world seeing him in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee does need a, a stabilizing center. I like Greg Monroe, but I feel like a guy like Howard would be helpful for them if he's committed, like really committed to playing. Isn't that a shame when that's the, the number one question when it comes to Dwight Howard? Is he committed to playing? But hey, what else can you do? 
what else really can you do? You know, it's it's that time of the year where, like I said, we get ready for spring training to, to wrap up soon in baseball. I'm looking at my Yankees. Uh, I'm seeing some things that I like and some things that I have to deal with. One being Mark Teixeira, Alex Rodriguez, Carlos Beltran. This should be all it for them. This is their last year's. It's, it's, it's time for the Yankees to get younger. You're seeing what's going on in Queens. It's just time to get younger. I don't know what else can really be said. I love the back end of our, of our not a rotation, but of our bullpen, having three closers. That's insane. Chapman, Miller, Batances. I'm extremely excited to make everything a seven-inning game, six-inning game. Almost like 96, but everybody remembers that with Mariano Rivera setting up for Wetland. Once you got there, it was over. But this is the type of team. Is Are they good enough to ca be carried into the playoffs and take advantage of that great bullpen? Is this rotation strong enough to, to solidify quality starts, timely hitting? All the things need to be a champion that we used to do. What I did forget to mention is that Hard Knocks, everybody watches, I, I, I'm pretty sure if you listen to the show and you're a football fan, you watch NFL Hard Knocks every summer. Last season it was the Houston Texans who became a playoff team. It's always entertaining to hear the, uh, the players and their thoughts on things. This year almost promises to be more exciting than, than the past. I mean, you're talking about... The L.A. Rams moving back to L.A. and are now going to be on Hot Knocks in the 11th season. I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. Just the fact that, you know, you got a team that hasn't played in L.A. in over 20 years. This team in particular who was in St. Louis last year. Just the story moving on with that. You got a. Uh, you have all these different options with this, with the coaching situation. Jeff Fisher, you know, moving into his fifth year with the team. The quarterback battle between Casey Keenum and Nick Foles. It's it's just a lot to really think about. Todd Gurley. Should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's usually around August, right when training camp starts. We get to watch the LA Rams. It's not going to be any JJ Watt pulling his John Cena tricks out. It's just going to be fun. So now I think about it. The NFL. Having its, you know, draft come up soon. It's going to be in Chicago again, end of April. Different prospects are moving up and down the, the board. I, I can get into it all day, but my this is always my thing. I always like to wait until like a week out to hear what the noise is. And then you get your 
your most up-to-date mock draft and what you hear from different coaches and meetings. Because now they're doing the, the meetings right now where they're just talking about who's available. Can you trade a pick for this? Can you move up here? All of that's happening right now. But everybody knows the draft is where it's really going to go down. And, and I see different teams making moves. I, I just, I'm not impressed by the quarterback situation. But that could be me. I've never heard, I haven't heard enough from these guys to really, worry, you know, warrant them a top 10 pick as a quarterback. Even though I know the Cowboys need a backup. How many more years does Tony Romo have? Will RG3 go to Cleveland? Hugh Jackson already talked about it. He said, you know, he's thinking about it. It's things like that. But, um, you know what? I'm going to look at it this way. If RG3 ends up with Cleveland, I'm going to be extremely excited for him to get another chance. I just know he's going to be a Band-Aid. Uh, a lot of teams are picking up Band-Aids anyway. Mark Sanchez is a Band-Aid for the Denver Broncos. He's not the guy. He's just, just in case you don't get the guy, you got Mark Sanchez, who's played in two AFC title games. Now forever get him a job. Never said he played well, but he played in them. And showing up is half the battle. Or so I've heard. But you know what? Like I said, this is an abbreviated show. Tomorrow, we'll be back the full two hours, 1 to 3 p.m. I'm going to give another shout out to uh, the Fife Dog. Rest in peace. Tribe Core Quest. Always going to be a legendary group. It's really one of those situations that you hate to lose another legend, and we do. But it's okay. We honor him the best way we can. That's about honoring the music. And we're going to end the show off with another joint from a tribe called Quest. The Electric Relaxation. Sports Social. We'll be back tomorrow. Diggy, he got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Mm. Name is Fight Dog from the Zulu Nation. Told you in the jam that we could get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H-Town. You got BBD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street. This is how I represent over this here beat. Talking about you. Yo, I took you out. But sex was on my mind for the whole damn route. My mind was in a frenzy in a horny state. But I couldn't drop dimes because you couldn't relate. You couldn't relate. You couldn't relate. You couldn't relate.
out your legs, let me make it fall. Drive you insane, drive you up the wall. Staring at your dome piece, very strong. Stronger than pride, stronger than Teflon. Take you on the Ave and you buy me links. Now I want a pound of until it stinks. You could be my mama and I'll be your boy. Original road boy, never am I coy. You could be a shorty in my ill convoy. Not to come across as a thug or a hood. But hun, you got the goods like Madeline Wood. By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak. They say we get together by the end of the week. She simply said no, label me a I said, how you figure? My friends tell me so. I hate when silly groupies wanna run the yacht. Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that. I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak. Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging up in my Jeep. Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet. See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the streets. If my mom don't approve, then I'll just de Let me save the little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia. Off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture. Shy, he fight for the extra P. Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my man LG. They know the abstract is really so on ice. The character is of man, never ever a mice. Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice. Relax yourself, girl, he said. It ain't nothing nice. Relax yourself. 